On this episode of Daily Alchemy, I'd love to discuss the concept between alpha or embodied. And so I was having a really amazing conversation today and talking a little bit about alpha males and embodied males or alpha masculine versus embodied masculine. And then even thinking about this from the alpha feminine versus the embodied feminine. And what does it mean to be alpha? And what does it mean to be embodied? And when you think about the we are elements of what we've been talking about this season, does being an alpha in any environment create the synergies, the we are elements of things? So what does we are stand for? It stands for the all. It stands for inclusiveness. It stands for the ability to create a resonant vibration that creates an aspect of stillness, confidence, and closeness and empathy for any situation in life. It does not turn its back on anyone or anything because it's all inclusive. And it identifies and finds a way to not say but, but say and. So one of the things I started working on the last couple of days is I'd say something along the lines of, I really like water, but, you know, I would prefer it to have ice in it. If I'm coming at it from an I am perspective, there's that because I'm placing certain aspects and conditions and that's on the outside environment. So it's me saying I am this, but there's that going on outside of me. If I say I am this and this is what's happening outside of me, what happens is that and word starts to create this different aspect of vibration of what's happening outside of me. So you're probably asking yourself, Sean, what does this have to do with embodied versus alpha? So in the alpha state, and this is just my definition on it, and also what I've read, is the fact that in that alpha perspective, there is an aspect of separation. There is, I am the leader, and you're going to follow me. I am the strength. I am this kind of like hyper-masculine person, or this, this person that is definitely a little bit more on the extreme side. And when you're working in the continuum of space and time, it's always good to be a little bit alpha because one of the things you can actually do is push your agenda forward and get people to follow you. And there's an aspect of we are to that because somebody has to take the lead, somebody has to take the charge, and somebody has to pull individuals through. The challenging thing is, is that if not everybody is actually at the same vibration, you end up in a really awkward space because there creates a drag and a dissonance and you're not really moving in that same space together. You're getting there, but it's a bit of a challenge. So when we really start to go through the process of thinking about that embodied state, that embodiment is a process of really wrapping your arms around somebody. It is really the culmination of the we are. You are embodying all the aspects of the separateness outside of you. You are bringing in the pleasure and the pain. You're bringing in 
the suffering and the joy. You're bringing in the heaven and the hell. And you are now the container of cause. And this is the beautiful thing about karma when you get under those seven laws is you are the creator of cause that is literally sitting there alchemizing like clockwork all of the duality and aspects of polarity in your life. So when you start to sync all that up and you put it in this aspect of this spherical emotional space, and this is where emotions come in, because one of the things they talk about is emotions take on the shape of the container. It's like water. So the more whole that you are, the more that container is actually able to hold a very steady state. And when you embody and you become that true alchemist in your life, to where everything that rolls into you from an aspect of duality starts to move into singularity. What's the definition of singularity? Well, the definition of singularity is infinite expansion. So now, from a mathematical perspective, you have the ability to infinitely expand by going through the process of embodying, by pulling in all of the duality within yourself and transmuting it into the highest vibration at that single point of energy. So, I can't, maybe I can, I guess, because I can alchemize it within, but I was like, how do you get alpha there? Well, I guess it's taking the duality of the alpha, pulling it within, and embodying it. But then at which point you're no longer alpha because you've turned it into that embodied state. So there's always reverence for everything. And even in the process of me talking about this, I'm actually creating duality between the aspect of embodiment and alpha. And I know this. But in looking at it, ha, I caught myself. <laughs> and in talking about it, I'm now in that space of being able to say, the alpha has its purpose. And when we have compassion and forgiveness on the alpha, we have the ability to then transmute that alpha back into an embodied state because we know how to do it. Nothing wrong with being there. It's a beautiful stage and a stepping stone for us to actually start to become. But if you're listening to this, a couple of things I'll leave you with is one, identify where you're on the spectrum. Are you able to take everything in your life and bridge it into a state of oneness within? It's a challenging task because the world has definitely left us every single clue of illusion of separateness that we could possibly have. It's kind of hilarious when you think about it. Like everything is separate. <laughs> so you're like, what the fuck? And so everything is separate, but we are here to be whole then that is a hell of a challenge given all the senses that you have are teaching you that the world is a separate place. The most beautiful thing that you have, though, is the fact that within you, your whole body, nothing is separate. Everything is interconnected. You can't do one thing and not impact the other. And so even though you can pretend like you can, and I'll use a quick example of me, when I was younger... I tried to take my life. I literally slipped my wrist. And for years, I felt nothing in my hands. I had numbness. And every now and then when I get in certain states, my fingertips go numb. But for the most part, I have been able to pull that energy back to where I feel everything and I can pick up things and everything is really beautiful now. But you would think that what does your wrist have to do with anything else in your body? 
Well, it has everything to do with everything in your body because when I did that, everything got all messed up. You know, my brain is now connected to my wrist and at which point I'm literally was sending signals to my hand to get some, some, some kind of sign and it wasn't there. And you learn to live with it. You learn to live with that handicap or that impediment. But it's so challenging because one little thing impacts the other. And so as you do one thing, as you do all things, this is the aspect of correspondence, that law of correspondence. And the wholeness of ourselves, beautifully born into this world, is the reflection of being able to drop the senses going within and understanding the interconnectedness and the oneness of all that's outside of us. So if we use the formula of the law of correspondence, as above, so below, if my entity itself is whole, then this beautiful body of Sean, then this illusion of separation outside of me is also whole. It's just an illusion because I guarantee the little cells inside of my body are like, man, that heart is way over there. Or my nails are like something else is over there. But when you look at it in the wholeness of Sean, it is one moving entity. So what we have to understand is that there is no separation. Categorizing yourself as alpha is an immediate doorway to a lower vibration of love. Doesn't mean you're not loving. It just means that we are moving in a very low vibration of love and we are looking to exercise areas of control, areas of ego that create that separation. So walk away with this one is just remind yourself every time that you sit there, and this is just going to be a rhythmic thing that you do. It's the, we are thing, of course, that we've done before, but how do you embody everything in your life? How do you take those rhythmic steps of being able to take anything that's separate and move it back into oneness? Play the game with it. Play the game with like, how is the phone on the desk, the pen on the desk, my computer, how's that all interconnected? What does that all mean? What does it mean for you? It doesn't have to mean anything rationally for anything. You could tell you that whatever story you want to tell. But when you start doing that, you'll start to create those aspects of correspondence. Those signs will start to show up and the narrative will become your narrative. And it's not an, not an insane story. It's a very truthful story because it's your story. And when you confidently know it, you move in a different way of being. And in that being, you are the creator of your life and sitting at the seat of cause. Thank you guys so much again for listening in. And I'm excited for the next episode. And these are getting shorter again. <laughs> and I love you.